Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Marte more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marte. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Marte Show starts right now. You know, I did a poll on my Instagram this morning, and the question was just, it's Monday. Do you love it or you hate it? And I'm going to be honest with you, it was pretty... It was it was basically a waste of a poll, everyone. It's like ninety-nine percent friggin' hate today. <laughs> anyway, at least the sun's out. That's really nice. Yesterday was uh yesterday was super uh super soggy. And um we actually got an open mic about that. Maybe I'll play it here. It just been I'm really excited. I know a lot of people were upset after Friday and uh the government not you know they weren't upset that the government was is no longer shut down. A lot of people are really happy about that, especially the people that weren't getting paid. But there's uh, a lot of people felt that Donald Trump had caved to the Democrats and there was a big win and we're never getting our wall and that kind of thing. And and uh I don't believe any of that is is uh, is true. We're gonna get into that here in just a minute. I'm really excited today, though, because we got some amazing news as a country. We got some amazing news as a country, and that is uh, that people have started to throw their hat into the ring for 2020. They've started to make their announcements for uh, for the next presidential election. Now, you know, we know Donald Trump is going to run on the right. We're not sure if he's going to be challenged, although <coughs> Mitt Romney, <coughs> Mitt, Mitt Romney, <coughs> pardon me, I was choking on something. Um, and then we, we know that there's a ton of potential candidates on the left. But the one thing nobody has mentioned, the one thing nobody has even thought of, the one thing that has kind of slipped everyone's mind until now is that that dastardly independent candidate, the Green Party candidate, the independent who runs without party affiliation, who typically would be a Democrat if the field weren't so crowded and typically will steal several hundred thousand votes from one party, typically the Democratic Party, and who in the past has always been blamed for a Republican victory. So now that we have an independent party candidate or we are on the brink of having an independent party candidate. It's really, it, I'm so excited. Now I now I can't wait for 2020 to get here. I'm like, come on, come on, 20, what is it, January? Ah, I want the next 11 months to just fly on by, and we're going to do our best uh, to make that happen. Also, we have a very special guest in studio today, and if you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on Periscope or YouTube or Twitch, which I believe we're up and running on all of them, right? Yeah, we should be good. We, uh, we're going to introduce her here in just a minute, and we're going to play a very special brand new game, something we've never done on this show before. And typically, t- like not, like 68% of the time, that goes really well. But then there's that pesky 32% when we're like, uh, maybe, maybe that was a mistake. Maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. I think this one's going to be part of the 68. I think this is going to be an amazing thing. And if it works really well, we're going to do it, uh, you know, repeatedly. But Ariel Nixon from Action News Jax is going to be here. We're not going to ask her a damn thing about the weather because we don't care. We get sunny, it's warm, the rain stops, so we're good to go. Uh, but we're going to play something called Jacksonville Squares. If you're a fan of the old Hollywood squares, then uh, you know how exciting and fun this is going to be. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get more than one square. Really, we should probably call this game Jacksonville Square. So, because we only have the one celebrity, uh, and it doesn't matter. It's going to be a it's going to be a blast, nonetheless. But uh, but but back to the independent candidate. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this Howard Schultz guy. But he is. I'm drinking Starbucks today, in in honor of him. But if you uh, don't know Char, uh, not Charles Schultz, he was the Peanuts guy. Howard Schultz. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that over and over. I'm gonna say Charles Schultz for the next two years probably, and everyone's gonna call and complain that that's the Peanuts guy. Howard Schultz was CEO of Starbucks. He's the guy that put a Starbucks literally on every corner. He's the guy that thought, you know what? St. John's Town Center, why just have one Starbucks there when you could have three? He's the guy that franchise not didn't franchise it because it's not a franchise, but basically expanded this and 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 did so many things for the company. It, not just uh, giving stock options and amazing health care to the people that work there. Not just you know coining the phrase barista and you know uh, and and frappuccino and all these other things. He's the guy that decided that a cup of coffee, which before he became CEO was maybe what. 90 cents a buck at the gas station he thought why are we undercharging people for a hot brown water why are we charging 90 cents we when we could charge five dollars and 90 cents 
give it a fancy name, put a little uh, paper sleeve around it, and boom, next thing you know, you're a billionaire, which is what he is. He is a billionaire. And he went on 60 Minutes last night to talk about how this country's in disarray and discuss the tax problems we have. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm doing my taxes, and I got a lot more money in my bank account than I did in 2017. But at the same time, he feels like maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe we should have higher corporate taxes. Maybe we should have uh, higher income taxes, especially on people that are making a certain amount of money. Maybe we should go back to the way it was. And as you sit and you think and you listen to him, he sounds like a Democrat. He sounds like Nancy Pelosi. He sounds like Kamala Harris, who's also running for president. No shocker there. He sounds like Bernie Sanders at times, only without the weird New England, you know, weird old man, weird accent. But the, the concepts and the agenda items and the ideals all sound very liberal, almost far left. Then he talks about how broken the Democratic Party is and how even though he's been a supporter in the past and even though, uh, you know, his his former company doesn't like people carrying guns into the establishment, even with a concealed carry permit, even though they've given to a lot of uh, you know different causes, which people might think are, are more liberal than they are conservative, even though despite all of this, he doesn't want to run as a Democrat. He wants to run as an independent. And I. I have to think you have to stop and think about this because never in the history of the world has an independent party candidate won a presidential election. Not Ross Perot, not Ralph Nader, not Jill Scott, none of them. There's maybe before they had political parties, but I'm pretty sure they always had political parties before there was the United States of America. I think they they were you know trying to figure, all right, we're going to make this new country. But first, we got to we got to divvy up. We got to figure out who hates who and then, you know, uh, have a big convention in uh, in in one of, you know, the major cities. There were only two. There was only Philadelphia and New York at the time. So they had to split between the two. But uh, but he he's basically turning his back on both parties and running as an independent. Why? You have to ask yourself why. And I think I know why, and we'll get to that here in just a minute. But the second thing is, he didn't declare. I was watching the 60 Minutes thing with my wife, and she was like, please, God, can we change the channel? And I go, in a minute. But I'm watching him talk, and I'm listening to him, and he's talking about being an independent. And I turned to my wife, and I said to her, I said, you know what's going to happen? Since he hasn't actually declared, since he said, I'm thinking about running as an independent, and since independent candidates are always a thorn in the side of the Democrats, and since independent party candidates typically always steal hundreds of thousands, if not millions of votes from the Democrats, and since the independent party candidate is usually to blame for Democratic, I'm sorry, for Republican wins and Democratic losses, I turned to my wife and I said, you just watch. It's not going to take long, but Donald Trump is going to start baiting, is going to start baiting this guy into running for office. Donald Trump is going to make sure he's going to go online. He's going to go wherever he needs to go, and he is going to bait this guy. And he is going to make sure that this guy spends all of his time and all of his money and and runs for president as an independent. Why? Because the only person that it helps out is not Schultz, is not the Democratic Party candidate, but it's Donald Trump. And sure enough, not to pat myself on the back, but at 8.41 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, Donald J. Trump tweeted, Howard Schultz doesn't have the guts to run for president. Watched him on 60 Minutes last night. I agree with him. He is not the smartest person. Besides, America already has that. I only hope that Starbucks is still paying me their rent in Trump Tower. 2020 is going to be awesome. Uh, 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, we are live with meteorologist Ariel Nixon for a brand new game, Jacksonville Squares or Jacksonville Square. 855-765-1045. If you want to help us with this experiment, if you want to win prizes, get on the horn right now. We need two contestants. 855-765-1045. We'll play next. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark 
Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. And, of course, we are streaming live on Facebook, on Twitch, on Periscope, pretty much anywhere you can stream. YouTube, we're there, too. And we have a lot of people are looking going, wow, Mark, you have much longer hair than you ever did before. No, it's our special guest, Ariel Nixon from Action News Jax. Yay. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for uh, making the long trek from downstairs to upstairs to be on the show today. I wanted to get some more activity. You went down your Fitbit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got to get your steps in. That's great. That's great. We have an elevator, by the way. I don't know if you know that. No, I took the stairs purposefully. Perfect. We uh, we asked Ariel to be in here today because we're trying something new, and it's called Jacksonville Squares. And for those of you that remember Hollywood Squares, it's a lot like Hollywood Squares, only it's in Jacksonville. And unfortunately, we only have one square. Uh, it's Ariel Nixon. So when you call in to play and we ask you what square you want, you only you have one choice. You have to, you better say Ariel or else we're gonna have problems. And you have to say it right. Yeah. Then you have to. <laughs> How often do people mispronounce your name? Uh, four out of five. Four out of five mispronounce. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. That's well. we'll see, let's, let's see what happens. Uh, let's meet our contestants today, shall we? First up is Dale in Jacksonville. Dale. Hey. Uh, thanks for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Dale, you there? Well, I think you might be talking to Bill. Oh, Bill. All right. Well, that's fine. I'll take it. Bill, what's going on? How are you? (laughs) Don't worry. Four out of five people mispronounce Ariel's name, too. Uh, Bill, you're going to be playing with Lee today. Is it Lee? Hello? Hi, this is Lee. Hi, Lee. Oh, I think I just hung up on Bill. Lee, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay, but perfect. Lee, thanks so much for being here. All right, 855-765-1045. We need, we need another contestant. <laughs> we need Bill to call back. I just, I just hung up on Bill. Bye, I don't, Bill. I, I win. No. <laughs> right. I like her uh, All right, thought process. We're going to line up. We'll get Bill back on the line, and we'll line up another contestant. We'll figure out. In the meantime, while we're waiting for them, Aria, Ariel's very nervous, by the way, because <laughs> she texted me earlier. I said, hey, can you come up and play a game? She goes, do I need to study? And I said, I said, no, you don't need to study. Cause, and I can't believe you've never seen this game on television. No, I have. Was it like Whoopi Goldberg yeah, in it? Correct. Whoopi Goldberg, before she was on The View. Yes. Uh, she was on Most Hollywood. Most famously known for Hollywood Squares. <laughs> That's exactly right. Forget that she's won an Academy Award. Right, yeah. All we know her for is The View and Hollywood Squares. But yeah, she was at the center square. And what happened was you had to make a tic-tac-toe. Every one contestant was X, one okay. was O. Yes. None of this is ringing a bell. No, I mean, I remember it, but I never watched it. Okay. Well, you said you were really young back then. Yes. Which made everyone else now just feel super old. Um, yeah. So anyway, it, it works. Re- it's really great for you because you don't need to know anything. I'm going to ask the question. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question and you just uh, you just make any any statement you want. It's up to the contestant to know whether you're telling the truth or not. Ooh. We'll see. You want to do a practice round? Yes, I do. All right, so let me ask you a question. For example, if I said, uh, "What the sky today is this color, you would answer? The absence of color. The absence of color, right. So then we would... <laughs> wow, these college-educated people. Uh, we're not used to having them on the program. So then we would say to the contestant, either the caller on the air... Do you agree or disagree? We'll have the other Josh play the role of the other of the content. Josh, you're playing the role of Bill today. Okay. All right, good. Uh, do you agree or disagree that the sky is the absence of color? I disagree. It's blue. You disagree it's blue? The correct answer is blue. Uh, congratulations, you get a point. See, it's, it's that simple. Okay, it's easy. I get it now. Okay, all right, good. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. We've got Lee waiting on the line. We need Bill or anybody else who wants to play at this point. <laughs> to well, give what us- was the first name you had? Bill. Dale. Oh, D- well, Maybe wrote, Dale will call. They wrote Dale because sometimes it's tricky, you know, Bill, Dale, depending on what your accent is, it could be. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. 855-765-1045. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we will hopefully be able to play the Jacksonville Squares. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining. Meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories. Local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. All right, so we're we're slowly but surely. Uh, you know, it's Monday. And on Monday, things are, you know, they're slowly but surely they... Things happen, but we uh, we tried to get our our original contestants for Jacksonville Squares back. Um, we weren't able to, but that's okay because we got some we got some new people in the line, and we're going to play with them here in just a minute. Also, we are very excited to have with us from Action News Jacks, which is conveniently located right downstairs. Uh, meteorologist Ariel Nixon. 
How are you? I am well, uh, before, very well. Since we have you here, I mean, we should probably ask you about the weather. Is it going to rain again? Is it going to get colder? Like, what's the deal? So, dry the rest of the day today, sunny, a little bit cooler than average, low 60s this afternoon. Then tomorrow it will start off dry, but we are going to see some rain by the evening commute. Um, not as widespread or as heavy as what we had yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then it is cold by Wednesday. Oh, yay. That's fantastic. Great. Thanks for Those that. Those are the, the three big things you need to know. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I think we've trademarked that. I think <laughs> okay. we've trademarked that. Anyway, all right, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be, we've been trying now for about 25 minutes to play Jacksonville Squares, and it hasn't really been going the way we wanted to. Jacksonville Squares, not a productive hit on this one, man. Okay, well, look, you know, fine. Thank you very much. Everyone, you know, even Trump had to run twice before he, he made it to the White House. 855-765-1045. Let's try again, and let's see. Uh, Ariel, are you ready now that we've had some time to really I'm prepare? I'm ready. We had a practice run. Yeah. Alright, let's meet our contestants today. We're gonna to be playing first of all with Lee, and Lee is calling in from St. Augustine. Lee, are you still there? Yes, I am. I'm actually the Spanish teacher at Island Prep Elementary. Hola. Muy bueno. I on my class, but yeah, we can't wait. Okay, good. All right, Finn. Listen to your show in the morning. I've got about 10 teachers who love your show. Really? Oh, only 10. Well, that's all right. (laughs) How many teachers? We're we're a small, exclusive school. Oh, okay, good. All right, perfect. Small and exclusive. I love that. Uh, And (laughs) that's just like our audience. (laughs) And we're going to be playing against Beavis. Is it Beavis? Yeah. Oh, Beavis. All right. Beavis is from Ocean Way. Beavis, uh, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. Are you ready to play against Lee and uh, 10 other teachers? <laughs> is that a yes, Beavis? Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. All right, good. Fantastic. Here we go. Here's how this works, folks, in case you missed it. Uh, we're going to let you choose a square. You can choose Ariel Nixon. Well, pretty much that's it, because she's our only square. So if you don't choose Arielle, we're going to have problems. Um, and then she will ask Arielle the question. All you have to do to get a point is to agree or disagree. So it's really it's really low, low pressure on everyone except for Arielle. And whoever, uh, Nervous. <laughs> whoever gets the most questions right at the end of the game will win a fantastic Mark K. Show t-shirt and a News 104.5 WOKV swag bag. Sound cool? Wow. All right, little exciting. One person, one person is excited, and Beavis is very sarcastic. <laughs> Lee, uh, we're going to start. Lee, are you on speakerphone, by the way? Yes, I am. Can I'm I take it off? Yes, I'm going to have to ask you, unfortunately, to take it off so we can understand what you're saying. And we're going to give you the first question, okay? Okay. All right, Lee, I need you to first pick a square, please. I'll pick Ariel. It's actually, it's Ariel, so we're going to take two on that, okay? Ariel. She's very, she seems nice on TV, but she's no, very we're picky. we're joking, we're joking. Hold on. Uh, so uh, pick a square, please, Lee. Ariel? Ariel, there you go. She got it right that time. All right, Ariel, oh are you gosh. ready for your first question? Yes. Here we go. Um, listen carefully to her answer, Lee, because then you're going to have to agree or disagree, Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Billionaire Howard Schultz said he may mount an independent run for president in 2020. What company was Howard Schultz the CEO of, Ariel? Starbucks. Starbucks. Lee, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to disagree. You're going to disagree. Okay. Did you want to confer with any of your other teachers there before you do that, or your your? Can solid? I do that? Well, Not, well, actually, okay, yes. No, Starbucks probably would make you a billionaire. I'm going to go with agree. Actually, you're, you're going to agree. Yes, I'm yeah. going to agree. Okay, you're absolutely right. Good job. Good job. He was the CEO of Starbucks. He's now a billionaire. And like all billionaires, the only thing left to do once you make a fortune is spend it running for president. Congratulations, Lee. You're on the board with the with a point. I'll See? take a donation. No. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll get you a latte on the way when we're okay, done with this. All right, uh, Beavis, are you ready for your first question? Yes. I have a question. Is Beavis your God-given name or is that more of like a nickname? Well, it's not my government name. Okay, let's go. Thank you. Also, God-given or parent-given. Well, you know, parent, whatever. Uh, all right, so here we go, Beavis. Let's, uh, let's have you pick a square, please. I'll take Ariel. Ariel, look at that. First try. Nice job. All right, Ari- Ariel, are you ready for your question? Yes. There is currently a major power struggle between newly elected uh, President Gallego and former socialist leader Maduro that many feel could lead to a massive civil war in which country? don't worry you don't have to get it right you just have to answer they have to agree or disagree with you um 
Ecuador. Ecuador. <laughs> Ecuador. Beavis, do you agree or disagree? We have a Spanish teacher. I'm too. Disagree. You disagree. That is correct. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Venezuela. Okay. Ariel knew that. Yeah. yeah. What's I was the... trying to trick him. Yeah, that was a good job. Uh, you got a point, Beavis. Congratulations. Tie game. Lee, are you ready? I am. All right. Here's your next uh, question. First, we need you to pick a square, please. Ariel Nixon. You want to try that one more time? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Give her Ariel? a break. Aria, Aria. Okay, perfect. Uh, Aria, Aria, are you ready for your next question? See. Here we go. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Rami Malek won the SAG Award last night and is the current favorite to win the Academy Award for his portrayal of this legendary musician. Did you say Rami or Ronnie? I said Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Are we talking about Queen? I mean, not Queen, but the the lead singer of Queen. Whose name is? Whose name is? I know this, but I'm drawing a blank. The lead singer of Queen. Do can you agree? Fill it, can you fill in the blank before she has to answer? I believe no? I believe his name was Freddie Mercury. Yes. Okay, there you go. I love Queen, by the way. <laughs> of course you do. I can tell you're a huge yeah. fan. Huge fan. Uh, all right, so Lee, do you I agree? I told you I needed to study. Do you agree <laughs> yeah, or disagree? It's definitely Freddie Mercury, Queen. It's definitely Freddie Mercury? Yes. All right, yeah, you're so correct, Bravo. Good job. That was awesome. Uh, oh, there he is. Look, see? This is Ariel's favorite song. Ariel, can you name this song? Uh, we will. No, do you know that we do this in the morning meeting in the newsroom? No, I did not know that. <laughs> okay, good. All right, uh, Beavis, are you ready? You can. Uh, it's two to one, Beavis, but you can easily tie it up here. First, you need to pick a square, okay? Okay. I choose Ariel. You choose Ariel. All right, perfect. Ariel, are you ready for your next question? I think so. Here we go. Pope Francis railed on social media over the weekend and phone usage. He pointed out that this woman was actually history's biggest influencer. Pope Francis railed on social media and phone usage this weekend. He said this woman was actually history's biggest influencer. Ariel, who would that be? And it's not Freddie Mercury. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Beavis, do you agree or disagree? I agree. You agree? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It was actually the Virgin Mary. Oh. Yeah, he said that Mary was the, the world's biggest yeah. So we all the way back. That's okay. You go all the way back. You're still in it, Beavis. Lee, it's your, next, uh, it's your turn next. Pick a square, please. Okay. Pick a square. I mean, you don't have to ask. There's really only one choice. Okay, I'll take that one. Are you passing the Is it not Lee anymore? <laughs> she had to go teach her Spanish class. Oh, she had to. Wait a minute. She literally has class now and she's playing radio games? Well, we had her on hold for like 30 minutes. Oh, that is true. All right, who is this? This is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. All right, perfect. Melissa, pick a square. Um, I thought you said there was only one. Right. Do you know who it is? Um... No. All right, it's Ariel Nixon. Ariel, are you ready for your? <laughs> Ariel, okay, yeah. Okay, but yeah, she thought so. Uh, all right, are you are you are you ready for your question? Yes. Melissa, do you have to go teach anything, or do we have a little bit of time? No, I'm in a director's meeting, so I'm good to go. Oh, perfect, great, perfect, perfect. Uh, Ariel, a man in Arizona used CPR to save a stranger's life. He said he learned CPR from watching this TV show. Um, staying alive in the office. When they were doing a CPR class. So your answer is? The office. The office. Melissa, do you agree or disagree? I agree. That is correct. Nicely done. Nicely you done. can tell by my confidence in my answer. You can tell because you didn't go, beforehand, like you did the last time. Or pause. All right, uh, Beavis, it's it's three to one. You need this question to stay alive. If you get this one right, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll you know we'll ask a tiebreaker question. If you get it wrong, however, uh, Lee and Melissa and everyone else at school who should be working but is not will win. Are you ready, Beavis? Yeah. All right, Beavis, pick a, pick a square, please. He's so annoyed, by the way. Yeah, he's like, why did I do this to myself? Uh, Beavis, pick a, Ariel Nixon. Okay, good, perfect. Here we go, Ariel. Your question. A three-year-old boy who was lost in North Carolina for two days told his family he survived by hanging out with this. A bear. A bear. Beavis, do you agree or disagree? I disagree. 
It was a bear. You're wrong. Oh. <laughs> you're wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, Melissa's evil. Melissa, you're wrong. Uh, that, is, evil. that is true. He is wrong, which means, Melissa, you're right, which means uh, congratulations, you win the first ever and potentially the last ever edition of Jacksonville Squares. Great job, ladies. Thank you. Oh, you were so welcome. All right, hang tight. We're going to get some information from you. Ariel, this was fun. This is really fun. I'll do it again. Oh, okay, perfect. Ariel's up. And we'll do it. You know, we'll work it. We're going to refine it a little bit, and we'll do this again before too long. Ariel, thanks so much. We really Got appreciate it. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, you get a t-shirt, too. Thank you. It's the Morning Show on News 104.5 WKB. We'll be right back. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. Thanks so much. We're rocking out there. We're having, you know, we're having way too much fun. And apparently a lot of people who are watching us on Facebook Live and Twitch, they're enjoying the show. We just uh, introduced a new segment with the help of Ariel Nixon, meteorologist extraordinaire from Action News Jax. It was called Jacksonville Squares. Uh, somebody, somebody wrote, I love this show. So that's pretty good. Uh, we had another comment. It'd be more fun um, with more squares. But, you know, I look at dude, Trump up the jam, by the way, who follows us on Twitch, uh, wrote that. And, and Trump and I, I appreciate what you're saying. It was very difficult to even get one person to want to be on the show, let alone multiple. But we'll see. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll uh, we have the other Josh here. Maybe we'll drag him in next time and uh, we'll see if we can do it. But look, here's the thing. It's it's always hit or miss. You know, uh, you, you do a new segment and somebody's going to go, that was brilliant. That was genius. That was so funny. Uh, or you do it and somebody's going to just, you know, they're basically going to hate on it, which uh, which hap- I mean, and that happens with with everybody. Uh, you know, not just me. It happens everywhere you go. It happens every time you do something. And it, Donald Trump knows that all too well, because as we saw on Friday when he ended the government shutdown, there were a lot of people who thought one thing and there were a lot of people who thought another thing. And there were some people that thought, you know, hey, this was this was some people were saying this was Donald Trump calling it quits. This was Donald Trump giving in to the Democrats demands. This was Donald Trump saying, hey, uh, you win, Nancy Pelosi. And a lot of people, Donald Trump voters, were were not happy. I really think Trump folded on this one. I can't say I saw a way forward, especially with the way the Dems wouldn't even come to the table. Yeah, he didn't see a way forward because the Democrats wouldn't come to the table. And then when Donald Trump ended it, it folded. I play a lot of poker. A lot of you know that. And sometimes folding is winning, which it sounds weird. But if you if you look, if you're just going to pour more money into the pot and you know you're going to lose in the end, sometimes folding is the right move. It is ridiculous how one side not do anything that the other side wants. It is ridiculous, but that's basically how the Democrats win. And we've talked about this ad nauseum, because, and not that we've talked about it a lot, but every time we talk about Democrats, it makes me nauseous. Basically, what happens is the Democrats, their biggest skill, they don't have better ideas. They don't have better uh, moral values. They don't have a better agenda. You know, they don't have more skilled people that are deciding the fate of the country. They're not any more qualified than anyone else on the Republican side. What they do do is lock arms like like there's no tomorrow, like you're playing, you know, Red Rover and they don't ever let anyone over. They lock arms and they hold tight and it doesn't matter who hates who. It doesn't matter that, you know, who talked crap about Bernie Sanders during the election. It doesn't matter how crazy Nancy Pelosi thinks Ocasio-Cortez is. It doesn't matter who hates, the, you know, the new freshman and who thinks these people are way too old and they need to get out of office. If they're Democrats, they vote as one. And when they have the majority, they keep the majority. And that's where their strength is. Their strength is in their numbers. Republicans have never been able to do that. And so Donald Trump really didn't have a choice at this point president trump did not cave he did not cave i heard that a lot of he did not cave he's just he, what he's doing is he's retreating and planning for what happens in three weeks and what happens in three weeks are we going to have some kind of joint resolution that everyone's going to be able to vote on happily? Is it going to include money for the wall? Probably not. Or is Donald Trump going to have to uh, claim an emergency at the border and take executive action and build that wall using his own funds in the United States military and whatever else he has at his disposal? Oh, my God, folks. It's not over. All these people like, oh, Trouble Babe, does he? He betrayed us. Ah! It's not over. It's not over. That's so going forward, because this was from Friday on. This was all I heard about on social media, all I saw on Twitter. And I saw a lot of staunch Trump supporters at this point throwing in the towel. 
I saw a lot of staunch Trump supporters. And, of course, you know, you, you, read, you read online all the poll numbers. Oh, Donald Trump's polls are dropping. People don't – the people aren't confident in, in the country moving forward. They don't believe anything is going to be able to get done now. Uh, you know, Donald, Donald Trump's base takes a hit. And wouldn't you know it, just a couple of days later, you've got all these Democrats who smell blood in the water. They, they're they're the, the sharks. I mean, most of them are lawyers. So, you know, a shark metaphor works here. But they smell blood in the water. So they decide, hey, you know what? Now's maybe the time that I want to announce that I'm running for president. Now that Donald Trump has taken a hit. Now that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and the Democrats seem to have won this round of border security and the wall and the government shutdown. Now that the government's reopened. Maybe now is the time that I should declare my candidacy for president. So you have Kamala Harris. With a big rally talking about how she's the best thing for the people. How many times are we going to hear this for the people? And is John Morgan going to sue the Kamala Harris campaign for uh, for taking his? Although I think he got it from I think he got it from the uh, from the Constitution or the uh, Declaration. One of those. Anyway, basically, uh, she has now thrown her hat into the ring. And you've got Schultz, former Starbucks CEO, on 60 Minutes yesterday, saying eh, strong chance that I'm going to run, but not as a Democrat, as an independent. Folks, a strong billionaire independent candidate, that could mean that Donald Trump has already won in 2020. 855-765-1045. What do you think? Did Trump make a big mistake, a big boo-boo on Friday, or was this the right thing to do? 855-765-1045. Quick break, more of your phone calls coming up on the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Trump's awful. He's keeping government workers from getting paid. Slam on the brakes. Trump's awful. He caved on the border wall. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Man, I know how that feels. 855-765-1045. I mean, not on such a major scale, but I've done things at home, but typically where I'm like, you know... It's damned if I do, damned if I don't. Hey, what's up? This is Mark Show. Happy Monday. Oh, wait, the first hour was amazing. We had Ariel Nixon here. We played a new game. And I can lie and say it was amazing because you didn't hear it if you're just joining us. If, you were, if you've been here the whole time, you know, the jury's still up. But we're going to go back and listen on the podcast. By the way, we do have a podcast. It's on iTunes. It's at uh, WOKV.com. You can hear this Mark K Show or last week's Mark K Show. We were at main event last Friday for an aw- totally awesome. And it was so great at main event. We had uh, the other Josh was there. I was there. We set up we had food we had what like 30 30 almost 40 people showed up and everyone enjoyed the show uh one of the big one of the problems we had though and we will we'll fix this for next time but what happened was we had uh we had like 30 or 40 people come and we were watching the show and the first hour went by and everything was great and then at 11 o'clock they announced that the buffet was open and as soon as they did that it was a ghost <laughs> It was a ghost town. Josh and I were talking like, hello? They went, where did everybody go? Uh, but then they brought their food back, and, and it, it was phenomenal. But thanks to Main Event, and thanks to everyone who showed up, because we just had, like, like an awesome, awesome time. Um, and then, of course, we went home, and we saw Donald Trump give a speech where a lot of people thought that he that he gave up, that he folded, that he was, like, giving in to the demands of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, that we were never, ever, ever going to get the the, uh, the border security, the wall that he promised us. And a lot of people spent the weekend, you know, tearing up their 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 MAGA hats or or their Trump stickers. They're just totally annoyed, giving in. You know, oh, what was me? We've lost 2020. Maybe it makes sense. Try plan A. If plan A doesn't work, now it's time to go to plan B. If plan B doesn't work, it's try, time to go to plan C. You can't keep doing plan A, plan A, plan A. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that's the way. Maybe Donald Trump realized, you know, he, the, the, the guys, again, not this is not his first time negotiating something. Maybe he realized this isn't working. I got people, I mean, you know, I got people who are out of work or who are getting paid, rather. Uh, I've got to get them back to work. The Democrats clearly are not going to, to give me the money for the wall um, through the means that I've requested. So maybe it's time to uh, maybe it's time to figure something else out. You know, maybe plan B is give him three weeks, uh, wait for the caravan to come closer to the wall, wait for things to get even worse at the wall, make my case to them. If they don't come up with something that that benefits both sides and all of America, if they don't include at least a down payment on a border wall, maybe then just I'll declare the emergency and I'll start building the wall myself. And sure, yeah, he'll, there'll be an injunction. The courts will and people are going to take it to court immediately. I mean, that's going to happen. But until they tell him to stop, he can build the wall. Until the courts order him to stop, he can build the wall. And then, of course, it's going to go all the way to the Supreme Court. And we know that there's supposedly a conservative majority in the Supreme Court, although there are a couple of justices 
that could go either way. Star, star. I'm sorry, 855-765-1045 is the number. I want to know what you think. Do you think this was a bad move for Donald Trump? Do you think he, quote, unquote, caved? You know, do you think that this was a collapse for him, a bad move? Do you think that the Democrats see now that they can they can clearly win in 2020? And that's why they all started coming out of the woodwork to announce their candidacy for president. Schultz and, and Harris and everybody else, even Hillary Clinton has not ruled out 2020. Oh, my God, if Hillary Clinton win, runs as a Democrat and Schultz wins, runs as an independent, I guarantee Donald Trump could lock this up tomorrow. Uh, Rick in Palm Coast. Rick, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? Hey, doing great, doing great. I, I have to laugh when people like Chuck Schumer say that's not how you negotiate. And the reason I find that funny, which one of the two wrote the best-selling book on negotiations? If you look at what Donald Trump has done recently, what has he caved on? He caved on the State of the Union speech. Or did he? He, he postponed it. Okay, no big deal. Okay, now, what happens this weekend? The Super Bowl. Not a rhetorical question. The Super Bowl. Right, yeah. No, the government I doesn't go back in. Nobody can get in and out. So he's allowed everybody to do the Super Bowl. Everybody can do it. And he's postponed it again. Now, in the end, when push comes to shove, who has been willing to negotiate? Donald Trump. Yeah. He's given up on a couple of seemingly key issues, but that hasn't really cost him anything. And when it comes down to, you know, being pushed with his back against the wall, he can honestly stand there and say, look, I've tried. Negotiations is about the art of compromise. It's about give and take. Here's what I've given. What have you given? Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's a, it's a great point, Rick. Thanks so much for your call. And we've said that all along. Donald Trump's been the only one that has asked to negotiate and, and put out proposals and said, come to the table. And the Democrats repeatedly not only didn't negotiate, they just didn't show up. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't even try. You know, we all, the, the, the plane that he canceled, the uh, airport, the, um, Air Force transport that they all wanted to take out a one week jaunt around the, uh, around the world shows that they weren't even planning on negotiating. Then they all went home for the weekend. The Democrats, they, and this is, they don't negotiate. This is the thing that people don't understand about the, they always claim, yeah, Donald Trump, this is not how you negotiate. You need to negotiate with us. Donald Trump won't even negotiate. It's them who won't negotiate. They don't come to the table. They don't sit down. They don't want you to, they don't want you to have anything that you, you want in, in their deals. And they just, they just lock everything down and then they blame you for it. They do not negotiate. That's why it's such an uphill battle. It's not an uphill battle because it's difficult to negotiate with Democrats. It's an uphill battle because they just don't do it. And I don't think it's not because they don't. I mean, they don't want to. They don't want to give Donald Trump anything. They Donald Trump realized that the shutdown. Yeah, it's not working, as you said, who had the open mic. We just got if, if plan A doesn't work. The dumbest thing you can do is keep harping on plan A. You know, the advisor, Jared Kushner, whatever you guys think of him, um, you know, they probably came to him and they said, hey, you've got to get these people back to work. You've got to get these people their money or you're going to you're they're not going to negotiate on this. You know, yeah, sure. For for a while, everyone was like, hey, hold the line, hold the line, hold the line. But maybe a national emergency is exactly what we need. Maybe it's better for him to retreat, go back, get the money some other. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer. I'm just telling you what I heard over the weekend. And I did see the meme where Tom Brady was on the phone to Donald Trump saying, hey, I really need to get to Atlanta. Can you please get the TSA workers back to work? Uh, 855-765-1045. This is Doc on the north side. Doc, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. we got to remember, we have to remember, Donald Trump is a masterful chess player and negotiator. What he did was the people who are living check to check, Donald Trump just gave them a fat check, and he said basically three weeks now, we're going back at it, so hold on to that money. Because he knows when you're in battle, you got to get some food to some of the soldiers. And some of the people on his side, you know, were, were, were falling off because of it. But Donald Trump is a masterful chef. This, this was awesome. I, I, this guy is a pure genius, what he did to give them a fat check, because you know they got to get one big check. Yeah, that is true. Now, yeah, that is a great point, too. They're going to get all that back pay and they're not just going to get vacation. one. It is. They're going to it's going to look like they won the lottery for a lot of them because it's going to be a month and a half's worth of salary. Doc, let me ask you this question. What do you think about the three week window that he gave to Congress to negotiate a fair and balanced bipartisan agreement on border security? I, I, again, every everything that Trump does, he's like four steps ahead. 
so when when the Democrats uh, they say one thing when it's going to benefit them, and then when it doesn't benefit them, they say the exact opposite. They're a bunch of hypocrites, and Donald Trump knows exactly who he's dealing with. Yeah. So uh, again, everything Trump does, he, we have to remember he's three to four steps ahead. We yeah. can't react on everything he does and jump off the boat. I'm telling you guys, stick with Trump. He's a winner. It's a train, by the way, Doc, not a boat. But hey, thanks so much. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling. Always a pleasure. 855-765-1045. I have some ideas about that. And again, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not Rush Limbaugh. I don't have Donald Trump's cell phone number. Or Joe, uh, what's his name has it in uh, WDBO? Joe Kelly. We should probably call Joe Kelly. He's got Donald Trump's cell phone number. I don't know the inner workings and I don't talk to these people on a regular basis, but I'd have a theory about the three weeks. I have a theory about the three weeks to negotiate this uh, bipartisan agreement on border security. I have a feeling I know why he agreed to that, and I have a feeling I know what's going to happen at the end of it. 855-765-1045. This is the Marque Show. If you have some ideas or uh, something you want to share, if you think Donald Trump folded, and you can be honest. You know, you can be, if you think this was a bad move, you don't have to give your name if you want to stay anonymous. Uh, you can call us up and tell us the truth. 855-765-1045. It's the Marque Show. More of your phone calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Democrats get control of the House, first thing they do, shut the government down. You tell me who's the real problem for any progress happening in this country. You know, that's an, that's an interesting point. That's an interesting point that nobody is actually focusing on. Well, except for Donald Trump and everybody on this radio station. But there is a uh, there was a poll out on during over the weekend. And I know how we all feel about polls. We know that polls are lean left. And we know that polls are always jaded. But when polls work out in, you know, my favor or the favor of the content, I tend to believe them more. <laughs> if they go the way I like, I'm like, hey, these polls are great. But there was a there was a poll. And this one was the uh, the direction of the country. And it said public sours on nation's direction after shutdown. 63% of people saying that the nation is headed in the wrong direction. Now, this is way down. This is way down. It was down from, I don't know what it was down from, but it was down from whatever. It's not a good thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, it was about 50%. It was about even um, before the shutdown. And now after the shutdown, it's at 63% of the people thinking that the government's headed in the wrong direction and the country's headed in the wrong direction. Well, what's the one thing that's happened since December, if in December, 50 people think the government and the country is headed in the wrong direction, and then in, in late January, it's 63%, a 13% difference, what's the only thing that has happened? Donald Trump is still president, and he has been for two years. Donald Trump was president when, uh, when you know, it was only 50%. Now it's 63 The only thing that's happened is that the Democrats have taken control of Congress. That's it. That's all. That's, that's the only difference. You have a party in control of one of our houses of Congress. You have a party in control of one of the branches in government. And and now that that's happened, all of a sudden, people have soured on the direction of the country. So when you look at that one poll, which the Democrats are sharing everywhere because they feel that it, it, it uh, you know, uh, basically it points the finger at Donald Trump. You know, they think he's now implicated in the crime of, of America becoming a horrible place to live and people uh, not being excited about their future. No, he didn't change. He's the same president he's been for the last two years. The only thing that changed is the party in power of the House of Representatives. 855-765-1045. We got some more up on Mike's first, so let's go to the phones. Steve in Jacksonville has been waiting very patiently. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you doing from Jacksonville? Hey, I'm doing great, man. All right, real quick, Steve. Did Trump cave or not? Nah? I think he strategically placed himself in a better position. No caving. No caving. Strategically placed himself in a better position. What do you think that position is? What do you think his next move is then, strategically? Honestly, I, I, I don't think any of us really know what his next move is. He didn't get to be a billionaire and run all these businesses being stupid. I believe he's two or three steps ahead of everybody else. I believe he anticipated this kind of struggle. He anticipated these kind of roadblocks and hurdles. He's not an idiot. I think he is going to shock us come February, what is it, 14th or 15th, when this three-week uh, yeah, shutdown it's, it's is going to be... It's the 15th. Yeah. It's the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, I don't think he... He definitely wasn't going to make... He wasn't going to turn Valentine's Day into some kind of massacre again. But yeah, it's the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th. So I'm, I'm curious to see that, too. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. I'm curious to see what happens in the three weeks. I have a theory, and I'll get to that here in just a minute. First, though, I want to get to Jerry in Jacksonville. Hey, Jerry, thanks for calling the Marque Show. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you doing? Good, man. What do you uh, want to say? 
Like Donald Trump is my hero, and I like what he t- says. I listen to him every day. He comes out to his word and said thousands of times a day. He get, he has the right thing going. He knows more than we know, and he knows what he's doing. It's the people that have faith in him. Uh, if he would, would, would start shooting some of these people that come across the border, he wouldn't have to worry about no damn wall. Yeah. If the Russians come across the border, what they get across the border, well, I think yeah, that's a good point. I don't think you can just shoot people for coming across the border. I, I've heard that a lot. I've heard, that's a that's a very common. There, there was a guy at main event that was talking about putting a gun on top of the. I don't think you can do that legally. I think that's a, a problem. But a wall should do the trick. You know, you get a wall, you get a couple hundred border security agents out there. You make it tall enough. Uh, you know, you dissuade people from. You know, I mean, that's the thing about walls. They do. I mean, they're there for a re- it's like wheels. You know, it's like saying it's like saying we have a car, but we don't want to put any wheels on it. And the Democrats are saying, oh, you we don't you don't need wheels. Wheels are wheels are immoral. Wheels on a kid. What are you going to you're going to run somebody over with those wheels? You can have the car, but uh, but we don't want any wheels on it because because we don't want it to go anywhere. It's the same thing as saying you can have a country, but you don't need a border wall. You don't need any kind of security. You know why the walls have been around since the fifth century? Because they work. Yeah, eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. This is George in Arlington. George, thanks for calling them. Oh, you know what, George? I'm sorry. Oh man, where's the time going? Hang on, George. Hang on. We got to do the news again and traffic and weather and all that. But coming up, we got more of your phone calls. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen in three weeks, and I'll tell you why I think Donald Trump gave them three weeks to try to make something happen. Uh, more coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five W O K V. The number is 855-765-1045, or you can just send us an open mic message, too. Did Trump cave or nah? Can you turn on my thing in there, too, so, so that I can play the stuff on the air? Donald Trump held out until he found a way forward where he did not need the Democrats. He's found that way forward, so he went ahead and opened up the government. Hold on to your bridges, people. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. Everyone, a lot of people uh, jumped off the Trump train on Friday after he made his announcement in the Rose Garden saying, I'm going to reopen the government and I'm going to give the Democrats three weeks. And no, they did not give me my down payment, but they've got to come up with something in three weeks or else I can do whatever. And then and he says he stressed it. Then he said, or then I will take in, uh, you know, the powers that are afforded to me as president of the United States to take action, threatening an executive order of some kind. Steve in Jacksonville. Uh, Steve, thanks for holding. What do you want to say? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I've been a Trump supporter since day one. Yeah. I disagree with what, with what he did. He could have probably got everything he wanted if he'd have just done one thing. On Friday, say, issue a thing saying, I need, you got one week to give me the boarding, uh, funding wall, or I will immediately put the government to work, put the special, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, Gee, I can't think of it now. Uh, That's all right. Executive order, yeah. the, uh, do the wall, and then also immediately, though, start deporting all illegal immigrants right then. Then the Democrats would have came to the table because they had something to lose. Well, look, and you, you bring up a good point here, too. Thanks so much for calling. And that is, you know, Donald Trump, it, the Democrats think that they win. And, you know, in the short term, they do. But think about what they lost. Donald Trump was offering them uh, some a lot of people call it amnesty. Uh, but he was offering them a path to citizenship for a lot of dreamers, about a, about almost a million, 800,000, something that they've been after, something a lot of them want, something a lot of them have campaigned on and have, have, have you know, been fighting for. And it was on the table. And all it would cost them was five billion dollars. But they turned it down. And don't think that that's ever going to come back up. Don't think that, you know, if you offer somebody something and they say, no, thanks, I'm not interested. Guess what? It's a one time offer. You know, it's like when you're on the Internet and they, you're buying something and they go, wait, before you go for this is the only time you're going to see this again. Get this, you know, so and so for a buck twenty five uh, add it to the cart and then you don't add it to the cart and then you don't get to see it again. And it's gone. That's a one-time offer for the Democrats, and they're not going to get it. So DACA's off the table for good. Amnesty's off the table for good. Donald Trump's not going to agree to any of that. And if he does have to take action into his own hands, I mean, here's the thing. If Donald Trump did an executive order or an executive action three weeks ago, people would have given him hell and said, you didn't even try to negotiate. But now Donald Trump has tried to negotiate not once, not twice, but three times. He reopened the government and said, I'm going to give you three more weeks to negotiate. And then if you still come back after after the several months that we couldn't get this done in December and January and the three additional weeks I gave you into mid-February, if you still can't come up with something that everybody agrees on, then I'm going to have to take action into my own hands. 
And I'm pretty sure that they're not going to come up with something that everyone can agree on in three weeks. So it bolsters his case for an executive order. It bolsters his case to take action uh, the way Barack Obama would. You know, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Barack Obama, had he wanted the wall, he would have built it day one with the secret store of cash that they have in the White House that they usually use uh, to pay off the Iranians. If that were his Donald Donald Trump wants to build a wall. And for whatever reason, he can't come up with the $5 billion it'll take. Barack Obama wanted to pay off the Iranians. He was able to come up with billions. I don't, under, I don't understand where that money, I want somebody to find it. 855-765-1045. Greg in Orange Park, how are you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, number one, no, the president did not cave. I agree with the previous caller. What he did is he took one step back to leap forward five steps. There's a great article on Breitbart today that, in very simple terms, explains within federal law and within past president, uh, precedent how he can declare a national emergency, use the military to build the wall. And it's all based on stuff that the Democrats passed uh, back in, in the earlier 2000s. And there's huge historical precedent. Hell, uh, when Jimmy Carter... Uh, uh, declared a national emergency on Iranian terrorism, that's still in effect today. So there's enormous precedent. It's well within his rights. And just like you mentioned, now he doesn't have to give him a DACA or amnesty or anything. Yeah, he's, the Democrats are going to get nothing on their agenda. Absolutely nothing because they've shown an unwillingness to negotiate. Uh, they've shown that they don't deserve, I mean, they don't really deserve anything. Think about this. What if you're a dreamer? You know, think about what this says to you. You're a dreamer. You come to the United States and your parents brought you here and your life has been in limbo and you're not really sure what's going to happen to you. And you hear the Democrats say, we're going to get you a path to citizenship. We're going to get you the amnesty. We're going to let you stay here. You can come out of the shadow. You know, that's what they always say. They come out of the shadows, the shadow people, the DACA dreamers. We're going to bring you into the sunlight. And here's the president of the United States saying, "Okay, your dreamers can come out of the shadows. We're going to shine the sun on them. They're going to get a path to citizenship. Okay, everything that you've been promising these people, you, we're going to give you. And then they say, and then they go, no, I'm sorry, we don't want it. What does that say to their constituency? What does that say, you know, a ten, you know it's 10 months from now, when they want something else and they're negotiating, I don't know, next year's budget. When, and they say, hey, we want, uh, we want, you know, a path to citizenship for dreamers. Donald Trump's going to be like, I offered you that. You turned it down. And they're going to be like, well, we want it now. And Donald Trump's going to say, sorry, you had to take it then. It's not going to pop back up. It's off the table for good, uh, which shows that we are deadlocked. And the only thing that's going to happen is Donald Trump's going to have to take uh, take it into take matters into his own hands. So he bought himself some time. So he bolsters his case. Here's the one thing that I don't understand. Here, oh, you know what? Hold on. Let's take let's take Jenna's call quickly because she's been she's been waiting very patiently. Jenna, I'm from Jacksonville. How are you? Oh my goodness, I am so good. Oh, good. good to get to talk to you. But I think we all need to remember one thing. What's that? The Democrats asked for the government to be reopened so they can come to the table and negotiate. So guess whose ball court it's in now? It's in their court. They got to show up and do their thing. And we all know that they're just a bunch of whiners and they're not going to show up anyway. Oh, that's their least favorite thing. They hate showing up for work. They hate showing up for work. They love going on Twitter and they love going on junkets that are paid for by all of their special interests. They love going and holding town halls back at home. They love going to restaurants. They love going to uh, they love going to Sundance and the Academy Awards. And don't think don't think if you watch the Academy Awards, don't think you're not going to see one or two young Democratic representatives who shall remain nameless. But probably, you know, who the hell I'm talking about. Don't think that you're not going to see them on stage, perhaps even handing out an award. Well, I guarantee if if you don't see Alexandria Ocasio-Gortez somewhere, either on stage at the Academy Awards or at some kind of after party hobnobbing with the celebrities, then, well, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, there's like a 99 percent chance that's going to happen. That's what they do. The last place you're going to find a Democrat is in Washington because because they that's the funny thing. Donald Trump's like, I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm like, there's never any Democrats there anyway. They're they're taking the Air Force plane and they're flying around to to Brussels and, you know, to drink some Amstel light. And then they're going to go to Afghanistan to pretend to care about the troops. And then they're going to come home. They're going to go back and recuperate in San Francisco for a while. And then maybe they'll come into Washington to check in, vote, and then they'll leave again. That's what I, you're absolutely right about that. Three weeks. How many how much can the Democrats do in three weeks? They were going to even they were going to leave for a week to go on a junket. 
three weeks. All all Nancy Pelosi did in the last three weeks was cancel the State of the Union address. That's all she did. She wrote one letter. She didn't even write it. Somebody else wrote it and she signed it. That's her entire job. 855-765-1045 is the number. I was going to tell you something. I forget what it was. All right, let me take a quick break and hopefully I'll remember. Uh, 855-765-1045. It's the Mark K. Show. More of your phone calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me. 855-765-1045. So uh, Trump reopened the government on Friday. And then he uh, said he had three weeks, Democrats, to come up with a plan on border security. And it better involve some kind of wall. A lot of people saying Trump caved. It's over. 2020, he lost. Uh, did he cave or not? Nah? Well, hold on. I mean, it's my turn this time. I don't believe President Trump caved. I believe he simply contacted Tony Romo, who has already seen what's going to happen in three yeah. weeks, and knew he'd come out ahead in this. So he went on ahead and opened the government back up. Good point. Maybe, yeah, he contacted uh, Romo Stradamus to find out what the future holds in store. <laughs> hey, Tony, what's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen is uh, they're going to snap it and throw it to Edelman down the center, and he's going to build a wall uh, with Gronk coming off the left end. So you should be fine. Give him three weeks. It'll be fine. Okay, thanks, buddy. Let's reopen the government. <laughs> 855-765-1045. A lot of people right now have no idea what we're talking about, but that's okay. Uh, Mike in Jacksonville. What's up, Mike? What do you want to say about the uh, the border wall and Donald Trump reopening the government? Did he cave or not? Uh, no, I don't think he caved. Uh the Democrats don't want to solve the problem because they want to keep the problem there Correct. To bring it up whenever they want. Yeah. But the, re the reason I called is this whole thing about the open border, uh, I, I think uh, they need to put a lot more pressure on Mexico. There, you can't tell me that they're storming the border with Guatemala without the uh, Mexican government uh, in on it. You know, uh, if it's an open border on our southern border, it's only one way. You walk into Mexico and keep walking and see how far you get. Right. It was only it was only a couple of years ago that a Marine spent almost a year in a Mexican jail because he accidentally took a wrong turn by San Diego. So it's not an open border, and, yeah. and Mexico, Mexico's way in on this. All right, hey, thanks for – here's the thing with Mexico, though, and people don't realize Mexico doesn't really care for a couple of reasons. Number one, if, if Mexicans leave – Mexico and come across here to get work, there's a good chance that that money, guess where it's going? Right back into Mexico. The jobs are here. You go to a Western Union on payday, you're going to see a lot of uh, immigrants, uh, illegal or maybe not so, or you know, maybe not illegal, but they're at Western Union and they are wiring money back to Mexico. So it's really an income stream for Mexico. The money's, it bolsters their economy. Illegal immigration is great for them. And these people at the Guatemalan border, basically, same thing. They don't care that their southern border, the Mexican southern border is, is more porous than ours. It's also a lot smaller, but the, the Mexican southern border is, I mean, I don't even know if there's a fence there anymore. People are just pouring right in, and Mexico doesn't care. Why? Because they know they're not going to stay there. Mexico is not their final destination. You don't leave one third world country where there's no work to go to another third world country where there's no work. It's a pass-through. It's purgatory. They're eventually looking to get to, to heaven. They're looking to get to America where they can they can live the American dream and they can make all this money and then they can wire it back to Guatemala or wherever. Mexico knows they're not staying. So that it's a temporary problem for them. You know, if we knew that these Mexicans were coming into our southern border just so they could walk on up to Canada because Canada was the promised land. If they knew, oh, we're going to go to Canada because it's perfect, there are polar bears and free health care. If that was their goal, then we wouldn't care about a wall on the southern border. We would just let them walk up, move into Canada, and it would, and we'd all be hunky-dory. But Canada's not the American dream. Canada's not even the Canadian dream. Canada's a nightmare. I know. I was born there. I have relatives there. I go on Facebook. All I see is them complaining about how horrible Canada is. People are like, oh, Canada's beautiful. Sure, it's beautiful. Until tax time, until you want to go buy a liter of gas, because they don't, can't even figure out gallons, and it's $8. Until you want to go, you know, you sure, yes, they have free health care. You sit in a cubicle for nine hours. Why do you think there's free health care? Because everyone's sick and tired of paying taxes in Canada. 855-765-1045. This is uh, Don in Jacksonville. Don, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Uh, thank you for taking my call. I'm doing well on yourself. Do, uh, doing great. What do you want to say real quick before we got to get out of here? Well, uh, the Rio River, 
I think that uh, caravan's going to come down through there. I think Trump uh, got a little bit of information. He said, you know, I took it as long as I could. He knew the Democrats weren't going to work with him. America knows that now. And when they cross the Rio River, 10,000 people, they're not going to be able to stop all of them. And that's going to make his point. Oh, look at that. See, I think... Mate, you look, what do you do? You buy yourself some time. If you're going to declare that there's a national emergency, a crisis at the border, you really need a crisis at the border. So you're right. We know there's a caravan heading up through Mexico now. We know it's 10,000 strong. How many people are going to be sitting there wanting to get into the United States of America in three weeks? How big a cri- is it? Is it using the Democrats uh, crises against them? You know what the Democrats say? Never let a good crisis go to waste. I think Donald Trump may be playing them at their own game. We'll find out more tomorrow. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Stay tuned. The news and uh, Rush Limbaugh coming up next.